Rallycross Conversations, chatting all things dogs and running. Join me, Michelle. Me, Louise, as we chat to guests and experts about dogs and running, sometimes whilst we are out running. Welcome to County Cross Conversations. Um, Michelle and I are back after the summer break. I'm really excited because it's the start of the County Cross season, which is brilliant, although it's still a bit warm, isn't it, Michelle? It is, yeah, very humid out there. But the exciting thing is that our podcast is a year old and we are so excited. Um, and so we thought this week, coming back, that we do a little bit of review of our first year of County Cross Conversations. Yes, we must have quite a few new listeners out there now. Um, and we have we have 32 episodes out there to be listened to if you haven't already. Um, we published our first one back on September the 16th last year. Um, and the idea behind it was really to, I mean, Louise and I, uh, we, we love canny crossing. And we obviously, we run taster sessions, we run canny cross groups, but we wanted to educate kind of the wider public on getting started running with a dog. So... We thought this would be a good way to do it. And it's been it's been nice having feedback from people, hasn't it, Louise? We've had it's some really brilliant. nice reviews. Yeah, it's been brilliant. And actually, um, it's 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 interesting because over the year that we've done it, there's quite a lot come up about Candy Cross, isn't there, with Park Run, you know, when they change their um, uh, conditions to, to, to how you could run with your dog, um, which caused a bit of an uproar in, uproar in the Candy Cross community. <laughs> it did, it did. <laughs> But I have to tell you, my favourite thing, this made me feel quite famous when uh, I was racing. Uh, I can't even remember where I was racing. And um, I just finished my race and was talking to a, it was a canny cross race, obviously, talking to a friend and some woman came up to me and she said, I recognise that voice. I was like, whoa, what? I've <laughs> been brilliant. listening to the podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so my voice goes before me. Famous. <laughs> I love it. So it's really, but it's really nice to meet people that have uh, been listening to it. And as you say, getting feedback. So please do leave us feedback if you've listened to it and you've enjoyed, enjoyed us at our po- podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and let us know your favourite episode too. Um, is there a particular episode where you've learned something um, that you didn't know before? I know I've, I certainly have learned a lot um, in the course of the last year, and so has Louise. Um, and we will go through our favourite episodes in a short while. But should we just do a little introduction about kind of how we started, Louise, maybe, for those who are yeah, new? It's, it's a, so until December last year, Michelle, you and I hadn't met in person, had we? And yeah, COVID got in the way. Yeah, that's right. We hadn't. We, yeah, we were meant to meet, weren't we, originally, but um, it hadn't happened for various reasons. So we actually started our podcast having never met in person. But we we sort of, I think because we'd have the same interests and, and it's interesting, isn't it? It's bad. And I think we said this before in a podcast, it's good and bad about social media, but actually you can make really good friendships and relationships on on social media and obviously with the zoom which is where we're recording the podcast now it's we've sort of got to know each other and we i i think i hope everyone else thinks that we work quite well together in this sort of environment and uh we've gone through quite a lot together haven't we with this yeah we have we have So it all started out, as you said, to sort of um, educate people a little bit more and get Canny Cross out there a little bit more, didn't it? It did. Um, and we we had this fantastic idea when we started, didn't we? Which uh, we were going to do all our sessions when we were out running with the dogs. Um, yes. We we're going to invite all our uh, our guests to do the same thing. Um, and I think it was Dr. Juliet. Um, 
Emma Grattan, wasn't it, that did, was probably the only guest that actually ran. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Julia, if you're listening. We did really enjoy that episode. That's episode three, by the way, um, if anybody wants to listen back. And it's Dr. Juliette McGrattan answering all the health-related running questions that you've always wanted to know, but were afraid to ask. And Juliette was was kind enough to come on a run with her dog and answer them for us. So do have a listen. So there's a lot of heavy breathing. I think I was at home making sure everything stayed in. in Yeah, you were. You were out on the run. (laughs) I think I got the easiest job there. <laughs> yeah, I think I underestimated how how much focus we have to give to our dog when we're at canny crossing, and I don't think we'd realised until we tried to do it whilst interviewing a guest at the same time. Um, yeah, and and actually, I think what else we were learning as we went along this sort of podcast uh, journey was that actually there was so much information and not not sort of the normal information that you think it isn't all about canny cross it's about things that affect canny cross isn't it yeah. and sort of and the human as well so the human running so we've got quite a lot of episodes you did one on beginners running chips I've done one on sort of strength pilates um so I think it was like the whole unit isn't it the dog and the human together is is what we're trying to focus on yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we started this, I thought, oh, surely there's only so much we can talk about canny cross, isn't there? But I've, I think we've surprised ourselves at just the breadth of information that we've got across over the last year. Yeah, um, and, and we've and got we've, stuff in there about lots about dogs, which we'll go through. They feature in some of our favourite episodes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just things like trail running technique. We did a whole episode on that, didn't we? With yeah. Sarah. And I think also it's, um, and again, you think you're going to run out of information, but I've got a whole wall full of um, post-it notes for <laughs> episodes. So we've just got to find guests. So again, we, you know, if there's anything you want to find more out about Candy Cross, then do let us know because we're always open for ideas and we're, we'll try and find some guests. And, and hopefully this season, um, we've got lots of great things lined up. Um, so I'm really excited about the, the next season. Yeah. And equally, if you've listened to an episode and think that's so interesting, I want to know more, do get in touch and say, you know, that didn't quite answer all my questions. And we'll we'll go back to our guest and we can get them back on again or we can find somebody else um, to interview to give a broader kind of About what, the word. <laughs> <laughs> more knowledge on, on yeah. Subject. yeah. No, and I think it's I think it's really, really important. And and I know as I've gone on my canny cross journey, especially like the physio uh session, you know, one was that one of your favorites? I think it was, wasn't it? That um, is on my on my yeah. top five, yes. Uh so I've learned uh, having had um pickle as uh having injured pickle um walking not canny crossing um you know i've learned so much more about a dog's body as well you know we look after our own bodies don't we but yeah dog's body so yeah but we'll go on to that so yeah i think we've we always keep saying to ourselves over the last year gosh we're learning so much which us as us as canny canny cross instructors has really helped i don't know if it has you but in my sessions that i do and you can point people to episodes um, to listen to. So it's it's really been really good. I've loved it. <laughs> so we thought we'd go through our top five that we've enjoyed. And it was really hard <laughs> to pick them out, wasn't it? So no offence to the ones that we haven't picked out, but we've got a broad, uh, we have done 32 episodes. We could go through them all, but mm-hmm. go, go on to your podcast app and uh, start at the beginning and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, so shall I go first? 
because I'm all excited. Well, like, shall we do one each? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Right. So my favourite one, and it was the first one we ever recorded, actually, wasn't it? It, um, which was so it's quite a long one, um, but it was the heat stroke in dogs. Dogs don't die in cars, which I think is episode number two. It is, yeah, episode two because we we published um, a Canny Cross on the Run version yeah. first, didn't we? Yeah. First episode. So yeah, in that episode we chatted to Anne Carter and Emily Hall, who's a vet, yeah. and they've been doing a lot of research into important research into. Um, how heat stroke affects dogs when they're exercising. Yeah, and they did it with with canicross dogs as well, didn't they? So they yes. did a lot of their research with canicross dogs, which made it, you know, but it's, it's the episode I go back and back to yeah. and that I probably tell the most people about, um, especially with the weather that we've been having um, this summer and last year as well when it when we when it was already out, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know about you, Louise, but I, I've barely been out canny crossing this summer because it's been it's been so hot. Yeah. We've only just started back again last week, really. Yeah, no, we have as well. I did a bit when I was down in Cornwall because we could, you know, the sea breeze by the coast, it was it was okay to do, but I didn't do much. But it's really interesting because a friend of mine listened to the episode and she was, I think she was um, in a camper van and it was, the, I think it was last year and it was really, really hot. And um, her dog got heat stroke, but she realised wow. the signs of it um, really early on. So they were able to, to, to not let the situation get out of hand. And I remember her texting me and saying, I'm so glad that you've done that episode. So I don't think that one's ever going to get, you know, it's always really useful. Um, yeah. And I probably overcompensate now because, you know, I'm more aware of it. I don't know, but my dog's safe. So that's the most important thing. Yeah, I just feel I feel more armed with the knowledge of how to spot the early signs of heat stroke now. Um, I'm always conscious of the kind of humidity levels, temperature. Um, I'm yeah. conscious of if there's water en route, I'm, I'm always focused on the dog. Does she need a drink? Does she need a drink? <laughs> Does she need to get into water and paddle? <laughs> but they do, they do acclimatise themselves. And I yeah. think they have acclimatised themselves quite a bit this summer. I know Pickle probably has. Um, so yeah, no, it's 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 interesting. So if you've not listened to that one, and I know we're coming out of the summer months, but actually it's not just about the heat, is it? As you said, it's, it's about not. yeah, it's about a whole combination of things as whether it's right for your dog. And I think the other important thing that came across in that episode was every dog's different and you need to know your dog. Yeah. My dog, I think, runs probably quite hot. But I'm aware of what her capabilities are. So, um, yeah, it was really interesting. So that was, yeah, it was one of my favourites. So, yeah, so my top, my top episode was involved a lot of learning about my own dog. So <laughs> we chatted to um, Tracy about Prey Drive. Um, and oh my goodness, I learned so much from that episode and it all clicked into place and just made perfect sense. Um, I mean, for those who are quite new to the podcast and don't know me and my dog, um, Poppy is a rescue from Romania. And I realised very early in our relationship that she could not be let off the lead because she just did not want to come back. Um, so that's, you know, it's Poppy I have to thank for getting me into Canny Cross. But that episode um, with Tracy McLennan was just, it was brilliant. Um, she kind of went through, I mean, she's had experience with two of her dogs, hasn't she? With very yeah. hard play drive. Yeah. Uh, and she now teaches teaches dog owners about 
just how to how to manage it. I mean, obviously, we can't change the breeding in the dog, but um, it's how to get to know our dogs better um, and realise what it is they want. Like the she was saying something about the different breeds, like spaniels, for example. They're bred to kind of pick up birds, aren't they? Yeah. And retrieve them. So spaniels, actually, they won't stop until they have something in their mouth. So because that's that's just the urge, the instinctive urge they have. Um, so it's just learning about what kind of dog you have and what makes it tick. And it was yeah. just fascinating. It's had a lot of listens, that podcast. Um, so I'm sure other people have found it very useful too. I think and it's I think it, the most downloaded episode. I think it was that one. I yeah. Think, but I also think on listening to it, and I know we were, we, I know when we were recording that, you and I were about sort of a bit like me, 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 me. It's all about us because yeah, we both have high prey drives drive dogs but um I it's quite interesting and it's quite nice to know that you are not um the only one with this problem as well yes so it sort of becomes the norm because I've had well you know I've got Pickle who's a Labrador I've had Labradors before I've, I've, I've never had any problem with them and you know she's a highly high high gun dog you know and she's got a high prey drive so she's got you know it kind of makes sense but it it was learning some skills and I do now let her off the lead in, in yeah. areas that I know are safe. So, um, yeah, I think that was a key takeaway for me. It was how to build confidence with your dog and learn to trust them. And I have been practicing some of the tips that Tracy gave us. Yeah. Um, so Poppy does get allowed off the lead now in areas that I know that we, we know well, we know there is no livestock. We know there are no deer about, we know it's enclosed. Yeah. Um, so that that's really good for her. She really enjoys that time. Um, but that's I'm really glad that I've managed to get the confidence from that episode too. And I think really, that's what really it is, in the end, isn't it? It's yeah. our confidence. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I thought that and as you say, it's been um one of the most uh, listened to episodes. Yeah. So my next one sort of carries on for that. It's reactive dogs and candy cross, which was with H- Hannah Lyon, who also did a firework special to us, which is November is well worth listening to, or probably now actually, the, that one. Um, but this one, I, it, I learned, and there's maybe some dog experts listening to this and sort of saying, well, that makes sense. Why didn't you know that? But it was just the, the way she described dogs meeting face to face and how reactive they get, um, you know, and that can cause lots of problems and reactivity. And it was it's helped me so much in my social runs. So this week we started back social runs and uh one of the ladies came along with her dog Rosie and she she has a reactive dog it's a spaniel but it's reactive and she was really worried about it and we we all know in the group which dogs are reactive so we just as soon as we got running this dog was amazing and by the end of it Sarah who's Rosie's mum was like I can't believe how well she's done (laughs) and I think you know for me I learned so much from that episode that I've been able to help you know I'm no expert but I can pick up tips to to help us out on our runs so that was really important yeah it was brilliant I really enjoyed that episode as well um I mean Poppy is reactive as well as highly prey driven <laughs> so I, I took a lot away from that one as well but like you say with the social runs I'd, I'd always found it amazing how when dogs are out canny crossing as a pack they do tend to be very calm until they stop um, and what Hannah was saying about just watching your dog for the early signals that they are getting the space is being infringed upon yeah um and 
I have really learned to, to learn what Poppy's signals are now so I can avoid situations. I'll, you know, I'll give her a bit more space um, when we're stopping. Like turning them away so they're not facing yeah. the dog, you know. Yeah. The other part of that, we had an episode with, I can't remember, but um, My Anxious Dog uh, with Sarah with the yellow. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, and that sort of re comes into this, isn't it? Because it is it is about other dog owners and I get really cross. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, when if you, if you, even when we're running, and this happened um, when we were out on our candy cross this time. So I was, I had Rosie on the inside of me. So Pickle was sort of on the outside so she couldn't see this dog. That was coming straight towards us and in the end i just shouted at the owner we've got a reactive dog please can you get your dog back and obviously very nicely but i i feel like i shouldn't have to say that all the time and if you see a dog on a lead you should be picking but anyway that's a whole nother thing but if you want to know more about that listen to the my anxious dog episode yeah that's that's episode eight um, and the reactive dogs is episode nine yeah brilliant yeah yeah, so what's my next one? Oh, it was learning all about the different types of harnesses. Oh. Um, we interviewed Jason from um, Nonstop Dogwear, didn't we? Quite oh. recently, actually, um, back in May. So that was episode number 27. So Jason talked us through mainly the differences between long and short harnesses. I mean, Louise and I run taster sessions as canny cross trainers, and we, the, the main thing people want to know when they book a session with us is what kind of harness is best for my dog. So we'd, we'd obviously always advise getting a harness properly fitted rather than just buying one online because you never know. I had a dog yesterday in an Irish setter at a session, and I had his measurements beforehand. We tried on, we must have tried on five different harnesses, Louise, and none of them, only one of them fitted him. Really? And which one was um, that? It was the, we've gone for the non-stop free motion, actually. Um, mine was slightly too small on him, but we, we know what size he needs now. Um, so it was amazing, though, that the other the other harnesses, they just didn't fit his shape. He was very deep chested. He was very long. He was a big dog. Um, and they just weren't right on him. They're either too big in the neck. Um, they were too short on him. Um, so it really is important to get fitted. But Jason talked us through the differences between the short harnesses and the long harnesses. And I know you particularly, Louise, learned a lot from this, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, with respect to, I know you've been doing a lot of long distance walking with Pickle. Um, but I just found it, I found it fascinating. I've, I've learned so much. That's episode 27. Um, yeah, and I think um, yeah. when I, I have a person I can cross with down in Cornwall and he'd bought a uh, harness for his dog, which is a, a um, GSP. Uh, and they bought a free motion, but it was too, was it too small? Yeah, it was too small. Yeah, and it started to rub. Yeah. So he bought it brand new. And to be fair, he did do all the sizing and everything, right? But he ha he's had to go up a size and he, he texted me the other day and said, it's brilliant. It's oh. just, you know, she's much more comfortable. And um, yeah, so it is really, really important to get that, that fit um, sorted. But it's quite a complicated ex ex um, episode, isn't it? If you don't know... A lot of information. Yeah. It's quite long as well, isn't it? Yeah. I, well, we, you and I were just both into it, but we had the benefit of seeing Jason. And I actually, you know, maybe I we need to put it out as a video. Yes, um, that might help. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. We'll, we'll have a look at that because then you can see, because he had a polystyrene dog, didn't he? he did. <laughs> I remember what it was called now. Yeah. Oh, but um, so that was really useful. And I think if you've got a little bit of knowledge 
um, about harnesses, then that helps as well because you can visualize it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, do give it a listen because it will give you some ideas and, and what to look out for. Yeah, and if there's anything on there that you you know you'd like us to expand on in the future, then do do let us know. Yeah, that would be good. So my next one was episode four, which was Canny Cross Rating with uh, Georgie. No. Oh, I loved that one too. Yeah. Even though Michelle doesn't race. I've never raced. I'm considering it. I was talking about this yesterday. Yeah, I am considering. We do have a local a local race. I've been looking up the Canny Cross Midlands even yesterday on the computer. Yeah, there's one, st- uh, there's one in October in Box End. So yeah. I learned. So I learned. So I've been racing. Uh, I think I've been racing for a year. So I've done two seasons of racing with Pickle. And I love it. And, and you know, the old competitive streak comes out again, which you thought, <laughs> you know, you passed it. Um, so that was really good. But she gave some really, really good tips. And one of the ones I took on board was, and, and Pickle, the the start line, I mean, with the Canicross Midlands starts, they do 22nd starts. It's not a mass start. So it's really good for reactive dogs. Mm-hmm. And they also have, so I think a lot of my uh, social group are going to try and go to some of them. They have a novice one, which is 3K. And they're so aware that this is your first time of doing it that they... Um, they're really good and they sort of let you take your time starting but normally the times are, are 20 seconds starting yeah it's great because you've got a dog to follow and you know that always helps um, but it can be really noisy <laughs> really loud <laughs> and your dog gets really hyped up and you don't want them to and that's what Georgie was uh, talking about you don't want them to lose all that energy right at the start so she always takes her dogs down. You get a start time. So she, and that's what I started doing with Pickle. And it was great. I'd be running up and they'd be going, where are you? I'm here. So we just kept running sort of through yeah. the start Oh, brilliant. And it, and it really worked. So I should try that again this season. Because, uh, yeah. So it's a lot of really good if you want to get into racing. And it, you don't have to be really good at racing. You know, it's, it's a fun thing to do that it's all inclusive. Yes, there are some really fast people. But, um, yeah, it's all, it's all good. Yeah, but Georgie really, her passion for the sport shines through, doesn't it, when she's talking about it. I mean, Georgie has represented Great Britain in international yeah. competitions, so she really does know what she's talking about. Um, but she she talks about it in a way that anyone can understand. So if you're interested in getting into it, do give it a listen. Yeah, no, it's well worth it. So what's my next one? I really enjoyed the um, the episode we did about physiotherapy. Oh, yes. That was episode 13. Um, who was that with again? I can't find it now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't find the episode. Where's the episode gone? Oh, it's there, look. So, yeah, so we chatted to Dominique Armitage-Riley. She's a veterinary physiotherapist. Um, about how we really how we know our dogs are okay and that they don't have they're not carrying an injury they're not carrying a muscle imbalance because dogs are very good at hiding these sorts of things aren't they because they're born survivors and they just carry on as normal and they'll often adapt to things so that was a really interesting episode about what to look out for and how to help prevent injuries in dogs that are active um, and I think the big thing from that one was like you're running behind your dog. So you you see your dog, don't you? Yeah. And you notice any differences and you do start to notice differences, I'm sure. You yeah. know, and that's what's great about Canicross because you're focused on your dog, not on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was it was uh it was really interesting. We're hoping to get another physio on because 
I've gone through a lot with pickle. Yes. I've not been as conscientious during the uh, summer holidays. Sorry, Sophie. And, um, <laughs> but it, I found it fascinating. You just sort of seeing the improvement in, in pickle and seeing the imbalances in it, which I had actually hadn't noticed. So it's really, um, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, but my top tip I took away from that was always put a coat on your dog after a run. <laughs> yes. Yes. Especially, yeah. Yeah. Especially, if, yeah, because it's like we put a jumper on. That's what we were talking yeah. about. We put yeah. a jumper on when you finished a run, you know, when you've cooled down a bit. It's like your dog's going to cool down as well. I've forgotten about that. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that was good. So then we we started about halfway through. I don't know when we did halfway through the year. We started doing Canny Cross stories of just talking to people like you um, about how you got into Canny Cross and um how uh you know what your what your experiences has been like and it's been really interesting um we had uh well we've had loads on haven't we mel who's up in scotland doing um canny cross and there's a really big canny cross sort of um groups up there and they do their they do quite a lot of racing up there fantastic scenery for canny cross um there was victor which was you know with flat was it flash flash gordon isn't it no what's he called Oh, the Fire Lord. Fire Lord. Why did I say Flash Gordon? Sorry. Sorry. We're thinking of Flash with Kate. <laughs> yeah, so there's another kind of story. Um, yeah, and then we had um, Sarette and, and uh, Wilson, who uh, is Wolf's with Wilson. Um, yeah, so the whole whole <laughs> thing. Oh, there's the dog. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the whole, they're all different, aren't they? They're, all the stories are different, and it's just fascinating. And to learn a little bit about them and why they started and the dogs and, and usually they've we've had reactive dogs and that's why they've done it and, and all sorts of things yeah. so yeah if you want sort of if you want a bit of confidence to go and do it yourself and you you, you know go and listen to some of these stories because it's sort of normal people doing canny cross yeah absolutely yeah i think we've done eight of those and if you have a canny cross story yourself that you would like to come and chat to us about then please do get in touch we always love to chat about dogs and kind of crossing <laughs> and they're always welcome on as well as you just heard pickle <laughs> <laughs> yeah is it my turn again so yep. uh, my next favorite episode was um, the harness aversion episode we did with zoe willingham she's a dog trainer and behaviorist um and she was chatting about why dogs develop a fear of harnesses or you know sometimes dogs will not they'll run away when you get the harness out um, or they, they won't, they'll just kind of stand still and not be excited because there's, there's something they don't like about the harness. So she talked about what might be causing this and how we can overcome this via retraining, basically. And if you're interested in muzzles as well, for yeah. your canny crossing dog, she also chatted a bit about muzzles and how to train a dog to wear a muzzle. So you might find that helpful. That's episode 17. And actually, do you know what I've realised from that, sort of going, sort of taking the physio, because Pickle had, uh, used to have issues putting harnesses on. What what Pickle's was, was an imbalance. Yeah. You know, muscle imbalance, which mm -hmm. is why she was, she was fine once they were on, she just didn't like putting them on. So there, there's a whole sort of spectrum of things going on there. So that's good. So my last one that I really, I, I, this, <laughs> it was my live at Goodworth, which was episode 28. 
um, which I did by myself. Um, <laughs> so I went to Goodwill to teach. So I'm a Pilates teacher. If you if you're new to the podcast, you do have an episode about Pilates as well. If you're yeah, we do Pilates for runners. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I went down to teach Pilates for for dog with dogs, which was highly entertaining. I couldn't take Pickle at the time because she was in season, which was a bit of a shame. But we uh, all the all the sort of demonstrators, all the people that were you know being involved in it, we were all in the same sort of car park. And all the canny cross, there was a big thing about canny cross sport or canny sport. And so I was able to, on the ground, just talk to them. They did demonstrations. They had did have a go. Um, Georgie was there, so I spoke to her. But I met loads of other people. And uh, it was just really nice sort of meeting, I suppose, these top top people in the canny cross world. So um, hoping that we get a few of them on for a full episode soon. Um, but it was really good. It was really good. Really enjoyed it. That would be great. I've, I really enjoyed the episode because obviously I wasn't there and it gave, just gave me a real flavour of what the event was like. I loved yeah. it. It was a real, it was the first one they'd, they'd done, um, obviously got postponed yeah. COVID. Um, but yeah, it was, it was lovely. It was so low key, but it was so much for you know people to try. But I say all that in the episode, so go and go and have a have a listen because it's yeah. uh, it's a fun thing to do. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I I just wanted to mention the nutrition episode briefly. Um, we chatted to sports dietitian Alexandra Cook. Yeah. Now, this is probably the episode that I've shared with most of my clients because I'm I'm a running coach. Um, it it really simplified nutrition and hydration. Um, from my point of view um, and bust a few myths as well didn't she like with, yeah. you know there were some kind of beliefs I was perhaps holding on to that aren't aren't right so Alex was very she was very good at explaining just how we can eat well just to fuel our bodies for running really she's a she's in some top ultra running in her time hasn't she yeah um, she's, she's really a, knowledgeable she's a salomon um ambassador as well so yes. if you go and follow her on um uh, Instagram she's she's got loads of stuff up on there yeah so, yeah she's really good. but she also canny crosses she does, she does. <laughs> which is how her and I you know met so um yeah through canny cross so yeah it's a it's a good world yeah I mean I just wanted to mention as well if another popular episode that we haven't that hasn't appeared in either of our top lists but one that gets listened to quite a lot is when is the right time to begin canny crossing if you have a puppy a young dog um, so we talk through, you know, the important things to look out for. We we chatted to um, Dr. Caroline Taylor, didn't we? Um, yeah. She's a vet. So she talked about, um, you know, how puppies grow and how it's important to make sure they're fully grown until you do start canny crossing with them. And she also gave us some really informa useful information about, you know, the impact that neutering a dog can have on growth. Yeah. Um, so it's well worth a listen if you have a young dog that you're hoping to canny cross with in the future. Do give that episode a listen. No, no, I think it's quite important because there's a lot, and I often share it in the canny cross groups as well, because there's a lot of people that you've got different views on when you should do uh, a canny cross, start your dog canny crossing. People run with their dogs, um, but they usually run free when they're younger. Uh, whether yeah. that's right or wrong but canny cross is it's obviously in harness and and that's what you're doing so um that puts different strains and stresses on the body so it's a, yeah as michelle said it's a really good yes yeah. 
but we do have loads more don't we um you know it's a case of starting at the beginning taking yourself through them if you're new to the podcast and we we hope you enjoy them um and yeah we're about to start um i was going to say filming (gasps) recording (laughs) we don't want to film them um recording the next the next season so uh, it will be season seven will we i can't believe that that yes we'll be season seven that's very exciting and we do have some interesting conversations coming up don't we we do we do so um yeah so keep uh if you haven't subscribed make sure you do if there's any that you think your friends should know about do share them please share them and do also write us a review because one we like to know how you're you know we've got some reviews we've got people talking to us but we'd love to know if you've enjoyed them or not um as well so and let us know what else you'd like us to talk about because whether that's from a human a runner point of view or your dog point of view um yeah we will do that so um so i hope you've enjoyed this exercise uh, exercise (laughs) i'm so out of practice with this (laughs) (laughs) we'll be more polished for next week's episode louise don't worry (laughs) so i hope you've enjoyed this episode i'm not going to cut that out i'm going to keep that (laughs) (laughs) and uh we will see you on the next episode of county cross conversations stay safe